Hey, hey, welcome to the youth section. Today, the guys finish out their talk on basics, the basic stories of the Bible. They talk about David and Goliath. Um, it's actually really, really funny. You guys are going to want to tune in for this. And then next week's going to be even better. We wives and GFs and fiancés take over the pod and Chico. And it's great. <laughs> so tune in for that. You're not going to want to miss it. Bye. As a tip, that's starting. Wait, the timer, dude. You're, uh, don't already timer. fall apart. Uh, uh, can you see that, right, blind Bartimaeus? <laughs> oh, no. We're five Here seconds. we go again. We're five seconds off. All right. All Just right, keep that right. in mind, boys. Five seconds. Well, it's the first time we have a live studio audience. Audience studio. member. Everybody, two, two studio audience, audience members. Please, uh, please make some noise. We have, we have two audience members. Oh, yeah. Who? Jesus. Jody. And the he baby. Oh, that's true. I forgot Uh, about him. Yeah, she's listening for two. And the male baby that's in his. (laughs) I forgot that she's having my child. (laughs) Hang on. Big news though. We are going to see Morbius tonight. All of us, not together. Not together. But you guys are. Oddly enough. Oh wait, no. This isn't a date. (laughs) Don't get the wrong. It's not what it looks like. I swear. Dang it. (laughs) But yeah, Jody's in the background. Eating, eating her uh, Lebanese grill. Lebanese grill. <laughs> a nice crisp salad with some pita bread. A touche. <laughs> <laughs> already, off the rails. Off, already gone. Off the rails. By the way, if you got any extra pita, you can toss that the kid's way. Yeah, non-bread? <laughs> no doubt. Guys, I can't lie to you. I ate about 17 handfuls of cashews before I got know? here. That's Dude, that sounds eat pita stunning. live on pod. I had uh, I had about to be rib tips from a food truck today. Rip How was so, that? Uh, it's really good. It's spicy, and I'm uh, expecting the worst for my <laughs> stomach. So, dude, I'm with you. Yeah. Today, um, well, maybe we shouldn't go down this road. <laughs> <laughs> Let's really break down all the barriers. <laughs> We're very transparent on this yeah. podcast. Oh, Chico's back. By the oh, way. Oh yeah. Hi guys, I'm back. Hey man. Any good? <laughs> hey. Hey guys, Floridian. <laughs> did I ever? Did I tell you're you? You're so tan, dude. You know what's crazy is I'm outside like five minutes. That's it. Like, yeah. Well, you're also Hispanic. Yeah, Colombia. The Man. sun is so close. Say it like I go Colombia. Your mom the yeah. other day. So uh, Chico's mom um, works our cafe for us on Wednesdays for Shout youth. Out Jeanette. Shout out Jeanette. You're the best, uh, like for real. And uh, she was talking. She wasn't on the phone, but she was on her watch, oh. speaking. She loves Spanish. That. Oh, okay. Speaking Spanish. And I was like, who's she like going off on? Yeah. It seems like she <laughs> was like talking. Were you in there, babe, for that? What was she saying? <gasps> oh, oh you, wow. You have yeah. been called out oh, for that wow. before. <laughs> Morals. I actually have been. <laughs> Jody actually gets mad at me sometimes because I do. I'm very like socially aware yeah like i just know what's going on like around us but it gets me in trouble sometimes because my wife's like why aren't you listening to me yeah (laughs) what did i I just say girl yeah girl i mean it happens and like it's always the best when you like where were we the other night a group of us were at a restaurant oh i was at uh dessert oasis (laughs) i was at dessert oasis in rochester and the guy behind me 
had like was getting like paragraphs of text messages. Oh, no. And like this is this guy's behind me and I was like, Hey babe, that guy's definitely in a fight right yeah. now. Paragraphs. <laughs> That's so cool. <laughs> We're witnessing a breakdown in Desert Oasis. I can't believe I get to be a part of this yeah. fight. Feels good. Yeah. <laughs> Did I tell you guys about the uh, Florida guy I encountered? No, like like Florida man, like, like headline Florida, Florida man. I, it, he probably had a story about. It. So this man to- was telling us about how he he broke his hand. Okay. Okay. Because he punched through a windshield to grab a guy who was talking about his old lady. Went to and then he went to go fight him. Fought the man. I'm assuming he won. Because <laughs> uh, if you punch through a windshield, you're probably gonna win. You're probably gonna win. Yeah. Anyways, his hand was broken because you know he punched through a windshield. So naturally, to fix it, he grabbed a hammer and hammered it out. And uh, yeah, he's like his his hand, his broken hand. He fixed it with a hammer. Yeah. Did just, he fix it? Just went at it, and I mean, it looked relatively normal. I'm sure. I I feel like the mobility has got to be messed up. Like, hang on, where was this? This was in Florida. Right, but where in Florida? Uh, I, I work like, in Tampa. I don't know where the guy's from. Like, like, Clearwater. Give me the space. <laughs> we, oh, it was like in, he was in our plant buying material. Oh wow. Yeah. So he just used like your countertop to mallet out his hand. No, it wasn't like I didn't see it live. Oh, he was okay. telling us the story. It was a, like a, a for real hammer or like a mallet. I think he like you, you know the difference. Yeah, like, yeah, uh, yeah. The the rubber and stuff. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. he he said a hammer. So maybe he meant a mallet, but. He told us hammer. What I can guy? almost understand a mallet. Yeah, the mallet would make sense, right? You're like, it's not, you know, it's the rubber, it's even distribution. You yeah, know, right, you break right, right. it everywhere evenly, but the hammer is so specific. What if he like acted That's like break more bones? It was like a dent in his car, and he just took a plunger and like slapped it on his hand and pulled out. <laughs> just again, that's like a real thing, though. It is. People do that. I went cars. Remember when my yeah yeah not yeah not hands. <laughs> But when you kicked when you kicked yourself, like, yeah, that's what I was just gonna say. Punched him. Yeah, I felt like that guy. <laughs> Sorry, Dad. <laughs> but yeah, we went to a place. It was like in somebody's garage, and they're like, "Yeah, go ahead and pull it in." And I was like, "This is weird, Dad." And I was like, 17. and uh, he had like this plunger mechanism that he would like put on, and it had like two. It was like a major plunger, and then on the two sides there was two other plungers, Whoa. and then you would like stick it on there, like screw it on, yeah, and then you would screw it on. Far enough until it would like pop it off. Wow, genius! <laughs> Plastic cars, I guess. You know, you remember the the Saturns were always they were like they weren't metal on the outside; they were supposed to be like dent proof. Mm. You remember that? That's true. Yeah. Uh, our friend Ryan. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's it's actually true. <laughs> so we were we were playing street hockey one day. And afterwards, we're hungry. We're getting some little Caesars. And we're like, our buddy was getting the pizza inside. Me and Ryan were waiting in a separate car. Ryan's driving his green Ford Explorer, Gerald. Gerald. Shout nice. out Gerald. And we're in the little Caesars parking lot. And he's like, you know what? I was like, I know the garage code. J- let's just meet him at the house. I go, and he's like, bet. So he backs up into a Saturn, <laughs> Saturn Ion. And we go, oh, man, this is not going to be good. <laughs> Got out the car. Saturn Iron was fine. Of course it was. was. It was like concrete. Yeah, man. Took on a Ford Explorer, no That's problem. Amazing. Yeah. Guys, I just, sorry, I just sold the blue truck today. You did? Literally, that's why I was late. Did you wow. sell it for more than you bought it for? No. Mm. I got out of it. <laughs> oh, oh, I was just oh, going to ask you, too. <laughs> this is going to be off pod, but, um, so I, no pressure here. Um, I Please was just it, gifted a lawnmower 
would you be able to drive me in a truck to get the lawnmower? <laughs> to get the lawnmower? Sure. Okay. I cool. actually am also <laughs> getting in need of a lawnmower, <laughs> and I'm getting gifted one as well. Wait, who are you getting it from? My uncle. Me too. No, I'm just. <laughs> oh, your uncle? No, your <laughs> uncle, Anthony. It's a race. Whoever yeah. can get to the. Jordan, I gotta go. Jordan's uncle passed away. <laughs> the uncle that nobody wants. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> tough. I, he listens to this podcast, so I yeah, hope he listens to that part. Uncle. He was talking about how much we listen to Vin Diesel, and I was like, you can't. You don't get it. You it's a lifestyle it. at yeah. this point. Yeah. yeah, it's virtue. You know, I was. <laughs> <clears throat> I still think the theory holds true that because we didn't put Mark Sinclair, that's why I didn't play it. Like yeah. he's a pure, a Vin Diesel purist, the DJ. I th- that would be. Amazing. I think it's our grassroots marketing. We yeah. gotta get better. <laughs> Listen, we. I. You, I mean, you guys touched on it in last week's episode. I wrote with my left hand. I changed yeah. my pen position. I think Jody wrote one. Yeah, she did. Lit- yeah. And we did it. We like. We just put it. It was like a different song on top, and then we just walked away. Like, break yeah. the wrist, walk away. Yep. Break the wrist, walk yep. away. And didn't work. Didn't work. Uh, levels didn't play either. I know you guys were wondering about yeah. that. I stayed I stayed till the That's end. That's actually, yeah, we were talking about big misses. Yeah. <laughs> the, the large one. Yeah, that was I mean, that one, one is actually, like, I, I kind of get the feel like I do, um, but <laughs> I, I don't. I don't understand <laughs> The levels one, I don't get. Yeah, that. that's 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 a like hit. a staple. Yeah. That's that's like gonna be foundational. Yeah, it's like you start there, build up. Yeah, and then you come back to yeah. it because you're at the top. Yeah, <laughs> precisely. So I have a I have a thing. Okay, I have a thing. Oh boy, Uh-oh. you want to know what like sucks this. about your entire family being on keto? Uh, there's no carbs. No in the house. bread. You ready? Yeah. You ready for this? Okay. First of all, no bread with my soup the other day. Angry, okay? What about crackers? Second thing. Soup, soup's no. overrated. Today. Second thing, what is even going on in this text, okay? <laughs> so my mom goes, are you They're eating delirious. tonight? And I go, I go, I, th- I think. What do you, what's, 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 what's going? <laughs> and she goes, she goes, shrimp fried cauliflower. Yuck. Wait, that what, doesn't sound too bad. What it's is even good. that? Trust so, me. It's what got- is even that? So it's gonna be it's gonna be fried shrimp, but instead of it being in breadcrumbs, it's probably in like cauliflower, because like they make. I'm cauliflower kind of into this. Cauliflower yeah. gets a bad rap. I've done cauliflower rice. But cauliflower instead that could be a. Yeah, that's good too. I've had that, and <laughs> I'm a picky eater. Cauliflower rice is actually really good. And like major cutting, I've done cauliflower rice. Yeah, it's really good. You but can eat like you no. can literally eat like four pounds of it, and it's like three carbs. <laughs> no. <I'm> all in. <laughs> Yeah. I don't like anything I cauliflower. Don't. I don't. Except for cauliflower itself, because I know I'm getting into. You know, like they try to do the cauliflower pizza crust. Yeah, which no. is worse than a normal pizza crust. Very. Like, calorically speaking. Is it really? Yeah. Well, it is gluten-free though, right? I think. Peter would tell us that it was like just as bad as, if yeah. not worse, than if yeah. you got a normal crust. Yeah, well. It's just there's yeah, well, so, so many things that I'd rather <laughs> eat. <laughs> Shrimp bangs though. Like, no, oh, shrimp's great. Bang bang shrimp. You're telling me to shrimp fried this rice? No, <laughs> dude. At R and Jake's, oh, the bang bang shrimp. The, the bang bang, bang, bang shrimp tacos. tacos I'm telling you. Anthony put me on the bang bang shrimp yeah. tacos yeah. one day, and those those are next level. I mean, great. Blows your socks off. I mean, it starts with a great title. Mm-hmm. Bang bang shrimp tacos. Great title. Catches your attention. Yeah, yeah. but anything Says with like all in. what is it? Is it spicy aioli sauce? Or is it Chipotle mayo? One of the two. Chipotle mayo. Whatever Either is. one is Whatever so is. good. I don't Get know. extra on the side. You can dip yeah. it in there. <laughs> that, actually, that's oh, a pro that's strat. Crazy. Yeah. 
Dude, yeah. whenever I go to eat, out to eat right now, like when I'm in Florida, I just I'm like whatever's like a grilled chicken sandwich, extra chicken. Oh, I don't know what it, what it is in Florida, but if you ask for extra chicken, you might as well ask them to like sacrifice their first child. They're like, I don't know if we can do extra chicken. Man. Oh I'm my like, gosh. like, I'm going to go talk to my manager real quick, like see if we can even do that. And I'm like, you're just, you just take what you put on the first time. Do it again. Do it again. Do it again. That's all you got to do. It's as if somebody behind you ordered chicken as well. Right. And right. it was like the last chicken. They're like, uh, Ugh, dude, we don't got any more out there in the coop. Yeah. Can't <laughs> do it. In the there is a chicken shortage, but though, right? What? There is like a chicken shortage, right? Is there? I don't know. I think so. For real? Probably because of me. Yeah, I think like grocery <laughs> stores are like too. out of chicken. Dude, it's all that grilled adobo stuff that they're doing at Chipotle now. Can you look that That's up? That's so good. Every time, Producer Jotty. Every time I go to Chipotle with a larger friend than me, they always critique my order, and I don't like it. I am not a big person, and I have a small tummy. So that's why I don't get a bowl, all right? If you can tell by how we said small want, tummy. I want, I, want, I want Anthony to give us the description he gave me one day about the value of barbacoa. Yeah. At, at yeah. So, so barbacoa, right? It's, it's an elite meat choice there. Um, of course, you got your staples, like your, your basic, the chicken, yep. steak, whatever you want, right? Yeah. That's, like, that's like your everyday player. Like that's, he. They're gonna play 160 out of 162. They games play a, a great role. They yeah, play a great role. Yeah, they're your seasoned veterans. They're the Dennis Rodmans yeah, of the world. But the barbacoa puts butts in seats. <laughs> <laughs> barbacoa sells tickets. It's All right. so salty. It's, <laughs> it's so, so salty. salty. It's so spicy, and people sleep on it. But it puts. It is good though. It's. it's I will say. It's exciting. <laughs> You can hear the passion in Anthony's voice. I'm, I'm going to go get some right now. Because I've done chicken barb. I've done Pause chicken barb. <laughs> chicken barb's a crazy combo yeah, for me. Yeah, 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 I love it. But like, like when I go to Qdoba, because Bree's a Qdoba fan, like I am so bored with my burrito. <laughs> like there's zero flavors. It's, I agree. It's atrocious. I agree. But you know, you do things for Does the she, ones you love. That's right. Yeah. Is, is she is she Qdoba over? Chipotle? Yeah. Yes. Nah, that's yeah. tough. Yes. Not yeah. she's not like uh, three, she's three, not like come on now. She's not like strict on it. Like she'll flex in, okay. into into Chipotle, but I'll flex into Qdoba more likely. Right. Yeah. She'll Jody actually, I think she doesn't care for Chipotle either. But I don't think she cares for Qdoba either. Yeah. Hey, fast cash. Fast right? casual. Fast casual. <laughs> It's Mexican street food. Literally, when I go to Chipotle, all Mexican food. I'm, right, okay. I'm, I'm a dog. Like I get the same thing every time. Yeah. My order never changes. Oh, I've, same. I've gone five straight days, five straight of the yeah. same bowl. That's awesome. Yeah. But like, so I like, I went to Chipotle with Thomas and Allie after church last week, and Tom goes, "Why don't you get a bowl? You get more." I'm like, "I don't need more. <laughs> I don't get enough to put it in a bowl." And then this guy has the audacity to ask me that. Sits down with a side tortilla and just makes a burrito. Yeah, yeah I do that too. Track. Actually, yeah, because you get more in the bowl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then it's you let the workers do the work. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like to work for my food. 
That's why I don't understand the concept of Black Rock. Like, you go there and you cook your own That steak. actually, I hate that place That's, for all time. I've ever. never been there, but never want to go. I went there one time because we tried to do a our all-nighter there. Yeah. Were you there? That collapsed. That was ridiculous, <laughs> dude. I went in there, and we waited, I think, for like two hours. Uh, and I was like, nope. I was like, I refu- I didn't even order because I was so mad. I, I go, either. I don't want your food. Wait, do you remember I what I did? We got seated. We got seated eventually. And all the students and everybody got their food and stuff like that. And I go, I'm not going to order from you. I'm not, I don't want to give you my money. Nice. Yeah. I didn't do it and either. I didn't. I didn't either. Yeah. Do you remember what I did? It was a joke. Solidarity. I went and got like five hot and nasties. Yes, you did. That's always the solution. Yeah. Let's yeah. be honest. Yeah. 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 When all else fails. Rack tummies, but <laughs> the pizza way. The 555, tummy. But on, on that tummy. note, like, like uh, I went to Melting Pot with Brianna for the first time. Yeah. Like where you work for your food, kind of. Yeah, it's all right. Yeah, I don't think that's I'd... like fondue and stuff, though. Yeah, it's not. It's not like Black Rock. You actually have to cook your yeah, it, meat. I mean, that was the stressful part. Was like the timing of everything. Like, is this underdone? Is it overdone? I don't know. Right. Like, is it time to get the chicken out? But the mushrooms are done, right? I don't like. Yeah. Do I look like Gordon Ramsay? <laughs> yeah. I like. <laughs> no, it was. It was a bit stressful for an anniversary. It was her birthday. A bit stressful for her birthday dinner. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> the desserts were good though. <laughs> yeah, it's like I'm not having fun. I'm yeah. not having fun. It's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. You having me. a good time? Yeah, great. Yeah, I'm having a good time. Uh <laughs> yeah. It, what's funny is like her and I both have time anxiety, which is hilarious that we're doing this, like trying to keep time of six different meats. Dude. <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> Did you check the pork? <laughs> no, I thought you did. And that's a thing too, like, um, Don and I actually have talked about this. We don't like big pieces of chicken. Your my mom? Yeah. Oh, like big pieces of chicken freak me out because I always think they're undercooked. Yeah, she's like big. Yeah, like if there's any hint, like if the lighting is wrong and it yeah, looks like dude, whatever, she's <laughs> like, nah, I'm out. I can't do it. Yeah. Where I'm like, whatever, it's like, worth it. If I go get orange chicken <laughs> from Panda Express, like if there's a big one in there, I'm like. For sure not cooked. <laughs> so I just eat the little ones. Dude, so like, I don't even look down. I just close my eyes and hope for the best. <laughs> Dude, if I got Panda Express in front of me, it's gone two minutes. Seriously. I love Panda. He gets the bigger plate. Dude, I get and the gets bigger like plate. Triple, and gets like triple orange triple chicken. Triple chicken. And it Fried is rice. wild. And an egg roll. It's also making my mouth water because it kind of <laughs> sounds good. <laughs> the MSG. The MSG. Put you puts straight, straight to, to sleep. <laughs> So speaking of time, though, um, <laughs> it's about that time. No, no, no. I wasn't actually going oh, there okay. yet. Um, <laughs> Johnny and I watched this movie uh, the other day called The Adam Project. Oh, I've you guys seen that. it. Yeah, I've heard good things, dude. It's got everything you want in it. It's got all the action that a guy needs. It's got all the emotion and the relationship that all the girl needs. And on top of it, it's like a really cool storyline too. And it's really, really nice. I cried my eyes out. Really? I cry, I, yeah. so, so often. Like towards the towards the end? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Who's, yeah. Uh, who's... Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. Who's his counterpart? Zoe Saldana. Saldana. Yeah. Uh, Mark Ruffalo. Mark Ruffalo's in it. And then this new kid, he's like he's like. Who's really kid. good. He's, Love Mark Ruff. He literally played Ryan Reynolds, and Ryan Reynolds just plays Ryan Reynolds. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because it's like his younger self, right? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. No. Yeah, don't know. Fan maybe theory? Fan theory. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's part of the trailer, actually. <laughs> I don't want to give anything away. They're like the they're, they're, people are gonna be listening. Like, did they even watch the movie? <laughs> it actually was really good, though. No, I liked really it. enjoyed it. We were both. I looked over at her one time, and I was like, "Oh my gosh!" Like she's balling, I'm balling, and I was like, "And I'm not even pregnant." You know what I mean? 
So not yet. Not yet. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> seahorse. Seahorse theory. Oh yeah, that's true. It's possible. So weird. If, if seahorses can do it. <laughs> Do you, you ever seen them give birth though? Yeah, scary. it's like they sneeze and like <laughs> <laughs> like thousands. Yeah, it's, it's really, crazy. It's kind of terrifying. Yeah. I get freaked out. I'm about to look yeah. this up. Oh, oh, oh yeah, go on Li- live reaction. Live it's, reaction. Like, it's diabolical. Literally, like imagine you sneezing and then out of your nose comes yeah. seventeen seahorses. Up, up, up. So many oh, things. Oh, so many ads. Oh, we're collapsing. While you're at it, can you play Vin Diesel? <laughs> Feel like I do. <laughs> Guys, that has to be the new. I literally typed in C, like, and the first thing yeah. was. All right, Aaron's pulled up the video. Yeah. Oh, oh gosh, get dude. YouTube unlimited. When's or whatever the last time you saw a seahorse in video in real life? I've never seen one in real life. I don't probably I probably a Disney movie or something. Because <laughs> the I Little Mermaid. Oh uh, yeah, Finding Nemo has a seahorse. Oh yeah, the pink one, right? Yeah, he's like his boy. Big tummy. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Is this on a? Like daily, daily wire, whatever it's called. Oh yeah, it is. Daily it's Mail. Preg. <laughs> Very preggy. Here we go. And link, uh, link go. in the bio. Here we go. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I just want to know if I Aaron's. want that. Yeah, come on. Is it doing it? Like, no, not, not we yet. always say God has a sense of humor, and like it's for sure confirmed by seahorses. Yeah. Male seahorses giving birth. They're like bumping up on each other. What's that all about? <laughs> Like they're like Johnny's reaction. They're like a shot out of a cannon into existence, yeah, which is crazy. Like, Here you go. Yeah, let's go. Let's Congrats. They're Yo, catching the, the EAC. Forward, you can hit fast forward fifteen yeah. oh. seconds. Did I miss? Dude, we're in like it's just like that. Oh, here, we here we go. And sneezing, snozzing. It's it's still not. Here we go. Oh, yeah. Wait. There goes one, but it's still so. Oh, there you go. There you go. <laughs> got to break the a seal. T- a two forty of me. Yeah. A two fifty of me. Got to break the seal first. <laughs> yeah. First one's always shy. Yeah. First one's always shy. <laughs> it's so quick. <laughs> Dude, that's wild. There's so many. It's Can you also look up how many they give birth to? It's got to be like what five hundred. Like yeah. Least, at least three. Yeah. <laughs> Over a hundred, we know yeah. for sure. How do you even keep track of all ninety? You don't. That you that's that's somebody. For What's crazy is that's somebody's job to like, like probably keep track of that. Which birth. sounds like the worst thing of all time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Did you get all of them? I can't tell if I double counted that one. <laughs> I just like imagine like just scooping them with like the hand. Yes. Like a bean counter. Just like. depending on the species, <laughs> seahorses can deliver from five to more than one thousand babies at a time. Hey, good I call. Man. That's, that's, that's a good day. Good. That's a good day. Are you a zoologist? Yes. Or whatever. Uh, what do you call a person? Gets, gets sad sure. though. Gets sad. Uh, oh no. How unfortunately, many only Six about survive. five out of every thousand survive <gasps> to adulthood. <laughs> that's, that's horrible. That's why we've never seen a seahorse IRL. Yeah. <laughs> They're endangered. So anytime Wait, why do they die so The quick? babies are so tiny they can't eat the same plankton food as their parents, so their choices are limited. So just the big ones. So it's like the Hunger Games for siblings. They eat each other. Yeah. I mean, yeah, those those animals are crazy, too, that like eat like their child or vice versa. Like, oh, my gosh. Like, okay, so like at the Detroit Zoo, there was a giraffe... There was there was a giraffe couple that had a that had a child. It was a son. The son and dad just naturally don't get along. 
So they'd like <laughs> ship the sun off to like a different zoo, because because like Alpha. Yeah, well, you know? wasn't the dad trying to kill the? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, they were just like fighting each other with their necks, which is <laughs> oh crazy to think about. Dude, Nate, do you guys follow that Nature Is Metal page on Instagram? <coughs> no. It's kind of like sometimes when you see it, you're just like, I'm just like, I can't stop watching how horrifying this is. Oh my how gosh. many how many species did Beth say were on the ark projected? It was like five thousand, right? No, it was like, didn't she say like two million or something like that? I don't. know. It was something wild. Yeah, I didn't hear that. It's, I've never. I I don't know. Yeah, I've never yeah. seen that enough so to be know. like that wouldn't fit on an ark, right? <laughs> but let's. Yeah, I wonder where she got her. I could. I can name six animals. <laughs> <laughs> Lions, tigers, bears, oh my. Yeah. No, Noah makes the arc, and then he's just like, well, I got all the animals I know, so I don't know why I'd make this so big, but anyways, we're going to get going. Come on in, Mr. Tortoise. <laughs> Did you guys see Noah with uh, Russell Crowe? No. no. Did you? I heard it's pretty... Uh, it. Really? It was weird. Yeah. Pretty I watched a movie on Samson. Oh, yeah. was it? Yeah. 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 What? Did you see a movie on Samson? Oh, no. No. That was interesting. Is that with The Rock? Or Vin Diesel? Vin Diesel. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, which one? No, it's just... <laughs> the Rock was Hercules. They're the yeah. best I'm together. just kidding. It's just Fast so. Fury. Fast Furious. Yeah. Oh, I'm say. No, I'm, no, I'm just kidding. It's it's Sam. Actually, Fast There's and Furious is more like... Hmm. 1,500. The two giraffes fighting. 1,500 species? Yeah. How do That's they a lot. 3,000 animals. What are we up to now? Wait, now I see 35. Yeah, that's 3 3k. 3k animals. That's a lot of poop. Yeah, and that that makes me wonder like do we count like insects? Are those animals? I mean, I mean they're flying, right? I mean, I ain't a zoologist, but I would have been all right if they just kind of kept the mosquitoes there though and yeah. didn't take them. Yeah. Um <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> mosquitoes are fine. Really? I don't like no. them. Not growing up in Minnesota. They were so bad there. For here, they're not that bad. Dude, there's places you go and they're just like, it's like armies, tsunamis. Yeah. Of I mean, mosquitoes. If, you know, we as golfers know how bad it can get. Mm-hmm. You, uh, you hit one right into the trees. Wisconsin's <laughs> pretty bad around yeah. uh, September time, too. <laughs> that was crazy. Yeah. Dude, is Tiger, is Tiger playing? Dude, that that can go on forever. So should we start? Yeah, <laughs> let's do it. Because we could really talk about yeah. David and Goliath. Yeah, let's talk. Speaking of David and Goliath, Ty- Tiger versus the Masters. Who's who, though? Wait, real Ooh. quick. Or oh, that's actually making is, me think. Is the Masters Goliath? No, I don't. Think I don't so. think so. I think I he's Goliath. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I think so. The Even Masters. though he's coming Chris off Rock, of Will everything. Smith. Who's David? Who's Goliath? Mm. Good one. So maybe if we put it in this way, um, that there was a force uh, <laughs> behind Will Smith mm. being Jada, because yes. like like we all saw, ah. he was kind of he was kind of feeling it. Like he's yes. like, this was funny. Yeah. And then some some force was like, nah, you got you got to react. She goes. Same. She goes. That's why you listen to nobody. Yeah. Except the Lord. Amen. Yeah. Glory. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so um, we we ended up our we ended our our basic series in youth. Um, so we finished off with David and Goliath as we were just talking yeah. about, um, and it went really really well. And I thought that this was really interesting. Um, 
we we take I think a lot of times as growing up as Christians, we think uh, we take a lot of Bible stories and prominent Bible stories, especially like a David and Goliath, like a Ruth, Boaz, Naomi, things like that for granted mm-hmm. um, that we kind of grew up with. We did the felt boards, yeah. you know, we did oh, all dude. of those things. Those we things. knew Jonah, we knew you know Abraham, we knew Moses, we knew parting of the Red Sea, we knew you know a lot of these things, and we really do take it for granted sometimes. Because we were in one of our small groups yesterday, and one of my students, a newer student to our group, um, did not know the story of David and Goliath, which I thought was like, I mean, awesome that he, you know, he was talking about it, and he was like, hey, you know, I just, I don't, I don't know, I'm not familiar with it. And I go, that's exactly why we do these yeah. basics. Uh, basics, and yeah. uh, so that's, I think it'd be uh, appropriate for us to bring this up again because there's a lot of cool things to this, um, to this story. So. Um, why don't I just kind of go through um, some of it? It's in First Samuel chapter 17. Um, so basically what it was, and I'll try to summarize as much as I can, but I want to add some of the facts in there as well. So um, the Philistines were basically against the Israelites. Uh, they were on one hill. The Israelites were on the other. Uh, there was a valley in between, and there was a champion. His name was Goliath, and he was from where? Gath. Goth, Goth. I say. Uh. And actually, I got to throw this up too. This was hilarious. Faith, one of my leaders. She goes, uh, we were talking about the attributes of Goliath. And I was like, what do you guys think he would look like? And one of my students goes, well, I think he had black hair. And I was like, okay, random, but okay. <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, and Faith was like, yeah, he is goth. And I was like, oh, that's whoa. And she didn't realize she said it. And I go, whoa. <laughs> I was like, that was killer. So anyway, Goth, Goliath <laughs> was from goth. It was just maybe my dad's sense of humor, but yeah. it was good. I like that. That's good. It was pretty good. Um, so anyway, he was from Goth. He was uh, uh, he was six cubits and a span. Are you familiar Doesn't with that, that height? To like nine feet. Yeah, it's like over nine feet yeah. tall, which is wild. Uh, he wore a bronze helmet on his head. He wore a coat of scale armor on uh, of bronze weighing 5,000 shekels. And I actually did this equation, too, because I don't know if it says it on, in, in the Bible anywhere, but um, it's actually over 1,000 pounds. So imagine wearing like 1,000 pounds. So this guy was not only huge, tall-wise, but he was just massive. He has like a shield bearer, right? Like somebody he does. holds yeah, the somebody shield to bring for it out ahead of him. Yeah. Yep, exactly. So he had that. He had... Um, that armor weighing that much on his legs. He wore bronze greaves. I don't know what greaves are. I would assume they're like kind of like shin guards or yeah. pads or something. Pads, <laughs> <laughs> bronze and a bronze javelin that was slung on his back. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so his spear shaft was like a weaver's rod, which is I think uh, very large as well. This is all kind of attributing to how big this guy was and. Uh, so anyway, his shield bearer went out ahead of him, brought it, yeah. brought that out, and he stood and shouted basically at the Israelites, basically mocking them, saying, "He's like, hey guys, over there, <laughs> you all suck compared to me. <laughs> you smell I'm so big, you know." So this guy, you can imagine, this guy was nine feet tall. Nobody could come up against him. There was nothing that uh, has even shaken him whatsoever. So he's feeling pretty high and mighty, right? And so he's. Uh, basically tells them, hey, listen, send me somebody that can come up against me. Send me somebody that's worthy of my size, of yeah. my, you know, all of that. Let's fight each other. If we win, you'll be our subjects. If uh, you win, we'll be your subjects. 
obviously he's being pompous and prideful yeah. and things like that. So um, who was this guy? Who was this guy, uh, Goliath? We talked a little bit about his size, but like deeper than that, do you guys ever have like a thought of what he could be like if you were to see him today? We also looked up what the current uh, tallest man is, and he's like just over eight feet tall, mm. yeah. which is really, really tall, but still Goliath was over a foot taller, uh-huh. right. which is wild. I see Goliath is very insecure. Yes. He's hiding something. Yes. And that's why he's so uh, robust. Yes. Um, that's why. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I was with you. <laughs> I was like, yeah, probably. Probably. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah, the cool guy has to be tall. Yeah, so. right. I mean, you think like like Shaq, right? Shaq's what? Seven, seven two. three, seven two, something like that. Yeah. Wears like a size 18 shoe. Mm-hmm. Like, think about how big that is and yeah. how big. I really want to get to like know Goliath. Yeah. Who is he? Who is he? What, is what is his deal? What's his character? What's what was he deal? thinking in that moment? <laughs> yeah, I mean, he was, obviously, he was a narcissist. Yeah. He was pompous. He was full of pride. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, every everything that has happened prior to this battle, um, nobody could come up against him, right? Yeah. He was a champion, which indicates that he had been won. He won. He was a victor. He previously won. Exactly. Yeah. So, any other thoughts? Do you guys think he has black hair as well? Yeah, he's I've always him. seen him depicted with black hair. Good one. That's he's true too. I've always yeah. He always has long blonde. long hair, right? Typically, I mean, yeah. that's what Does I've seen. Does he have a beard? I feel like he would have had a beard. Probably. I think yeah. he had like a, a lot like of people a, that like had beards. A big beard. You know what I'm saying? Kind of like yours. No, bigger. Dude, your beard's looking nice though. Thank you. It does. I think Are you trimming the sides and letting it grow down? So yeah, usually it's been getting like lined up and cleaned up along like the sideburns into here. Okay. But I'm letting it go for the last three weeks because you know Jesus didn't have a barber. Live pod Let's from go. Easter coming soon. Yes. Yes. Oh, I'm super <laughs> excited about that. We also have a special one for next week as well. Yes. The thing. Yeah. I think. I think. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Which you'll hear about in the intro. Of yeah. It'll be. It'll be awesome. But, which you did hear. Yeah, you did, I guess I should say. Right. Whatever. Okay, so Goliath was this guy, right? So uh, let's continue to, uh, like, verse 20, and again, I'll kind of paraphrase this, but um, David, who we talked about, is the son of Jesse. He's the youngest son of Jesse. Um, He um, set out uh, to go into, he was kind of, um, he was a shepherd, first and foremost, but he also was tasked by his father to bring supplies and things like that into the battlefield where his other brothers right. were fighting the Philistines. And so he was tasked with going in there, and when he went in there, he uh, the, the the Philistines were coming out, and again, Goliath was yelling, crying, doing all their, their war cry stuff, and, and David uh, goes like, who's that? Basically, he's like, who is that guy? And so all of the his brothers and the and the, the Israelite forces were like, they're like, hey, this is the guy. This is Goliath. He's he's huge. He, nobody has beaten him. Every time he comes out, we all run and and cry and and flee. Uh, the Bible talks about and uh, and then he said, well, what happens if uh, somebody beats this guy? And basically, everybody goes, well, if you if you win or if somebody beats him, you. Uh, You'll inherit the king's daughter, so Saul's daughter, which it's more than just marrying her. It's being 
correlated and yeah. ingrained in the king's lineage in right. the kingdom, right? So that's huge. Um, he'll also give them like riches beyond your belief, which is absolutely awesome. And you'll be exempt from taxes hey. in Israel. So like these three main things. So I'm I'm assuming that people are like. Obviously, like the fear is outweighing all of this amazing right. thing. Nobody's even tried. Well, it doesn't say, I guess, if they did. But so David is standing there and he goes, Okay, well, you know, this guy is coming out and defying Israel, meaning that he's defying our God. Right. Um, so we need to do something about it. He actually goes, Who is this uncircumcised Philistine? Uncircumcision means that he had no covenant with God. Right. He had no familiarity with God. He mm-hmm. was a blasphemer. He didn't. He didn't believe in Israel's God, and so he kept kept coming out, kept coming out, um, and defying the armies of the living God. And so, David. Now, what do you think his attributes were compared to uh, me? <laughs> you think it was you? Me amongst my friends. I See, I don't know. <laughs> oh, go ahead. I was gonna say me in ninth grade. Nice. Which was what? I'll Did pull you up look the picture? Like, I'll pull yeah. up the picture. <laughs> this will be the thumbnail. <laughs> I mean, we all have embarrassing ninth grade photos. Yeah, somewhere. Yeah, in the realms of the internet. I, I was. Smart. I mean, much much smaller, right? Uh, yeah. Okay, if we're taking oh, Goliath, yes. if we're talking, <laughs> oh my god, what a nerd! <laughs> hey, hey, that was that was during basketball season. Guys. It's so weird. I didn't, I didn't dress up in a button-down shirt and tie every day in ninth grade. I love it. Uh, if if we're putting Goliath as Shaq, this is like Steve Nash, Muggsy Bogues. Yeah, Muggsy, Muggsy Bogues. Bogues. Oh, wow. Steve Francis. Steve Francis. Yeah. yeah. Does it say anywhere? And this is a general question, a uh, genuine question. Does it say that David was a small person? I don't know. Maybe he was an average man. You know? See, that's how that, I picture yeah. him. Well, I he was, him he as was young. He was younger, right? He was the youngest. He was the, he was youngest. the youngest. So at this point, he's. And he was red-haired, right? Something like that? But he's younger in his age at this point, right? Mm-hmm. So he's... I think if I had to guess, you could kind of put him in his like teenage years, right? Maybe. That's kind of what I always thought. Maybe. I've always kind of thought that. I don't know if it's... It says, the felt boards. But the felt boards made me think he was <clears throat> 18 years old. Right. But like, but like in that age, right, where he's like maybe somewhere in between like sixteen like to twenty, 16. something like that. Yeah. yeah, right. So he, you attribute that to like what? What does a sixteen-year-old look like today? Uh, they're they're per Gavin, ear pierced, six six. <laughs> yeah, that's Gavin, true. Six six. Uh, but not every sixteen-year-old is Gavin, right? They're whipping a Pontiac Sunfire, yeah, into the battlefield, portly. After you, after you it, punched it, it yeah. because a sheep got away. And got it plunged out. <laughs> yeah, it says uh, he could be somewhere between 15 and 19. Yeah, okay. So so, so think about, like, what does a, what does that look like now? Okay, right. may, obviously that part maybe looked a little different. Yeah. He was then, handsome. And you didn't you have the exact same, like, there's no roided up 16-year-olds. Actually, there are. Uh, now there are, but oh, there okay. wasn't then, right? Because yeah. they didn't have all the same... Workout trends and all that stuff. Pure protein, probably back then. Probably, probably animal protein. But so he's probably he's if you had to guess, put him put him five two five six maybe maybe taller maybe to five ten somewhere in that ballpark. Okay, right. Okay, sure. I don't know. I'm guessing, but you sure you don't know? Sounds like have you met him? Have you met David? (laughs) I've met a few Davids, but um, think like. You put him there up against 
this giant, he's always attributed as like so much smaller, right? So you have to think maybe he wasn't the biggest. I mean, you know, he's not the biggest, the strongest. Uh, but he uh, wasn't average sized either. Like, yeah. Because average people, like, average, if average people weren't going up against him, why would a smaller, like, it's even crazier that a smaller person than an average person. Yeah. Because yeah, when, when he went forth, right, they were genuinely shocked by. Goliath looked at him as, really? Like, this is what you're bringing out to battle me? Like, so you have to attribute all that in. And he couldn't even wear the armor either. Yeah. Yeah. He he, he didn't want it. He said it held him back. It, it but then again, Saul was huge oh. as well. Saul was almost a uh, head taller than everybody else. Oh. Okay. So you got to think about that, too. Mm-hmm. So anybody that tries on Saul's armor right. is going to be swimming in it, unless you're Goliath, which it wouldn't fit. <laughs> right? Yeah. So, yes. so there is things like that. I guess what I'm what I'm saying is like I always pictured David as just kind of average. Yeah. Like I don't think he was small. I think there was a point to how this was supposed to look is that Goliath was so big that it would make any person look small. Right. right. That's kind of how I've always looked at it. But he is very young too. So I mean it very well could have been he's five what'd you say? Five two to five six? Five two to like yeah. five ten ish. Yeah, maybe. Okay. Just curious. I don't know. What's what's a male's physical peak? Twenty five years old? Now no. maybe thirty one, probably. Yeah, 30. I think <laughs> you peak out like I might be biased. Mid thirties. Like like mid thirties, is that yeah. what it is? I know is your testosterone like your starts going down yeah. at twenty five though. I yeah. do know that. So like that's Just like sad. maybe that's peak peak. What like if David was like eight years old. <laughs> <laughs> Small infant baby David. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So what other things did we know about David, though, uh, besides his was, physicality? He was specially chosen. That's right. By Solomon, right? Saul anointed him. Saul or anointed. Uh, Samuel anointed Samuel. him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's chosen. He's chosen. He becomes what? King. king. Greatest king. Greatest king of Go- Israel. <laughs> the greatest of all Israel. Yeah. He's the, the greatest king of all time. Go- Go I. Go um, <laughs> <laughs> So, but we also refer to him as the man after God's, God's own, own heart, heart right? Yeah. And so, David obviously was so full of God, mm-hmm. right? He was so full of um, strength, not his own, but of the Lord's strength. And so, um, yeah, that was good. Yeah, that was really good. Um, so, let's continue to what we see happen here. And this is one of my favorite things. Um, this is one thing that I went over and over and over again in my mind um, that I really liked uh, to see um, is when um, David said yes to, to, to fighting this, this Philistine. He didn't just like trot out there and like, let's have a conversation. Let's, you know, let's get down to business and blah, 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 blah. Um, it was more so this Philistine said, you're going to send out this person. He comes running out, and David comes sprinting, going full bore, like right into the Philistine. Because it says David ran quickly. Yeah, He ran quickly, as fast as he could, I like to believe, um, towards the battle line to meet him. And he reached into his bag, he grabbed the stone, he slung it back and hit the Philistine in the head. It's the moment we've all been waiting for. It's the coach put me in. That's right. That's right. Like, we all love that story. I always think too, like when David was on the sidelines when he brought over the supplies for everybody, and everyone's like, "Oh my gosh, have you seen this guy? Like he's just wild." I imagine him kind of like looking around, and being like, 
What are you guys doing? Is this that yeah. is this that Tom Brady moment? <laughs> Drew Bloodsoe goes down. Yeah, pretty step much. Step into the big game. Pretty much. I mean, <laughs> I like it. That's it. Real world. But examples. I think um yeah, I'm sure he was like, "Man, where's your faith?" Right? Yeah. Where where's your faith? We're the cho- we're chosen people, right? So, um we should all be in this this more of a headspace where it's like, "Hey, we can conquer anything with God's power." And I think it's funny. So after, let me get through. The, he hits him, obviously he kills him with the stone. And after he killed him, he cuts off his head with his own sword, just yeah. as he said that he would, which is awesome. Um, and what's so cool is that the Lord, in just the same way that we saw this small David or, or whatever he looks like, um, God chose to use David at, with the smallest, weirdest thing that we could yeah. take out a giant with, right? Mm-hmm. Like a sling and a stone. Yeah. Like that's the last thing that you would have thought of to take down your giant, right? Right. And so I just think it's really, really cool. But we can do all things with God um, when he's on our side, when he's empowered us. And we have that same authority. We have that same power to take down any giant in our lives, right? Yeah. And so when I was preaching about this, um, I just think it's so cool because there's there's so many giants in our lives. I know it sounds cliche, but there is. You know, there's so many things that come up against us, especially as Christians. Um, parties that we shouldn't go to, but we get invited to. Like, hey, what do I do? Yeah. Direction, wisdom, discernment, things like that. We might have school friends that are uh, going down a path that we don't want to go down, uh, but we feel pre- peer pressure to go down. Right? These are giants in our lives. Anxiety. I mean, we can go down healing uh, uh, ailments, illnesses anxiety, depression that's so plaguing our young people. Uh, these are all giants, you know what I mean? And uh, I just think it's so cool to think about, you know, how we are empowered to overcome these giants yeah. in the same way that David is. Yeah, when I, I started reading the story a little differently um, because, you know, we always seem, you know, we always put ourselves in David's shoes. Yeah. Uh, but sometimes, like, we are, like, his brothers. Um, right. If we want to put ourselves, like, in a situation, like, where sometimes... His brother's in the way of, like, yeah, there's no shot we can take down this giant. Right. Uh, I, I wish I could say I was always like David and be like, yeah, this is no problem. Yeah. But that's not always the case. Um, I think a lot of times we go into battles already counting ourselves out. Yeah. Or thinking it's going to be, like, a war of attrition where it's just going to keep going and keep going. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's, like, how I've been reading the story lately is, like, like, I've definitely been more of the brother than I have been David in certain battles in my life. Yeah. You know, that's good. You know, what's cool too is, um, when you think about David and that, that point that I pointed out to you guys that I really love that he sprinted in, that Mm -hmm. he ran quickly in, do you know what happened after he cut off the head of Goliath? He lost his sword and then found it again. No, not well immediately after the Israel, the, uh, Israeli people chased the Philistines Oh, they yeah. chased them down. Oh, yeah. So think about that. Think about the one person that chose to stand for God, the one that was so faith-filled and took down the giant. Everybody came back and backed him up and found yeah. that faith again. Mm-hmm. So how do we become that one person? How do we be leaders like David? I know um, that can be a, like a real deep question or it can be surface level, but it's all good. Uh for me, I feel like it took me a it took me a while to get to that point to be a David because a lot of times when you are you know facing your Goliath, whatever that may be, mm-hmm. it can be really overwhelming. You know, you take on the viewpoint of the brothers yeah. of the Israelites, but as I've just 
tackled and gone through every situation and faced those different Goliaths, like it builds that confidence. Like, yeah. When you when you start to do things that you think that you initially tell yourself like, oh, there's no way I can do this. But then you realize like God is on your side and mm -hmm. you bring God into yeah. that situation yeah. and then you overcome it. Then you like, that's the baby step. And then sure. you do it again and then again. And then you just, every time, no matter what it is, you yeah. just run towards it because yeah. you're full of faith and you know that God's going to see you through. So a challenging question here for you then. Mm -hmm. um, had David ever faced anything like this in his life? I'm going to guess no. Yes, he says he did, kind of. In what way? He said when he, he would have to fight off bears and wolves and stuff like that. Yes, I guess that's sheep. good. That's good. Mm -hmm. But prior to that even, I mean, we can take it back to when, whenever that first time was. He had to be so full of faith yeah. in that in the beginning before he even took on the lions or the bears. The same one, yeah, I know what you're talking about, yeah. the same one who delivered me from the lions and the bears' mouth something like that yeah. is going to deliver you into my hands. Yeah. And he's talking to Goliath at that point. But um, how do you find that faith before you face the, your first giant? Well, I think the first giant you, you face is always going to be different for everybody. Sure. Like, it can be a small situation. Yeah. You know, it doesn't have to be something like a bear or a lion or a Goliath. Yeah. You know, we all have those little things that build us up over time. Sure. So. Yeah, and I think, like, to each... Each Goliath shows, like, a different part of God's character to us. Yeah. I think you get to learn more, like, a different piece of God each time you go through something, too. So uh, it's more so just building an arsenal. Like, like the the very first battle, you probably just have to wing it and be like, yeah. like, God, do it. Like, not with yeah. zero specifics, but just do this. Sure. You know what I sure. mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, and, then, and then as you get to grow into your faith, you get to know... God's character and what he is really all about and what he can provide and what he can uh, intervene in. I okay. Think. Okay. Yeah. More of like building an arsenal than I got religious. it. Yeah. Sure. That's good. Yeah. I feel like sometimes you like, you like get into a, a, a battlefield, say for example, right. And, and you'll get into this battlefield full of giants and things that are going on in your life, hypothetically. Right. And you have all these things going on. And so often you'll just pray about it real quick. Right. You'll pray about it. You'll, you'll, you'll talk to God about it. You'll bring it before him. And then like two, three months down the line, you look back and you're like, man, look what, look what God brought me through. Mm -hmm. Like, look what God protected me from. Look what God healed me of. Look what God pulled me through and how he he has helped me in all these situations yeah. and in all these situations of giants and things and and I think that's something where there's a little bit of a fall off like I don't think people give enough credit to God for helping them through situations like I think sometimes we 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 take it for granted that it's like okay well I'm healed of this now it yeah. is what it is you know yeah, yeah. I feel yeah. like we'll take it for granted and be like well I I got through that and I mean I did what I did and it's uh, it's done right yeah. Yeah. but nobody ever takes the time to stop and be like thank you God like I I, I appreciate you helping me through that mm -hmm. because ultimately we're not strong enough right like right. we're not we're not big enough on our own to yeah. take down things like that and so yeah, David definitely couldn't have done that on his own. Right. Exactly, right? You know, so, just the fear, sheer physicality yeah. of the whole thing. Like, exactly. It makes no sense and, that he would have won that battle. And mm -hmm. we talked about it yesterday, going off Aaron's point, that uh, we talked about Romans 8.37, um, saying that we are more than conquerors, and uh, the yeah. original meaning of conquerors uh, surpassing victory. So not only yeah. achieving victory, but surpassing it yeah. with you know, great authority, knowing that all the battles ahead are already yeah. won. Yeah. 
Um, so I think a good thing too is uh, is just uh, preparation. Mm-hmm. Be prepared to face the giant. Yeah, yeah. So even if you haven't faced one yet, um, to your point, they're going to happen. Yeah. There's always going to be giants in in your land. There's always going to be things that are going to come up against you. It's going to happen. And I don't say that to scare anybody that's listening or the the young people listening or whatever, but. It, it's more of an encouragement to be prepared. Get into your word. Get into the word. Mm-hmm. Pray. Um, surround yourself with people that build you up. Yeah. Affirm you. Um, things like this, like a podcast. Um, there's so many outlets out there now uh, that can build you up, that can encourage you, and that's a, and and just us doing this is building our faith. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think. Right. Yeah, um, sure. So we're we're ready to face the next giant. Yeah. And you, you see, so often the devil. Uh, tries to um, come up against and trip up the ones that are that are getting to that point where they feel strong and they feel this way because he want he he's threatened by that right yeah and so expect it but wear it mm-hmm. as a badge of honor which I've said in the past but makes me think of uh, the scripture just popped into my head James one two through four. Mm-hmm. Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials, trials being giants uh, of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. Yeah. 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 That's not saying that we're protected from all this stuff, right? That's saying that, you know, the, when these things come, don't, don't be, hang your head on the fact that you have this giant in your life right. and that you have this battle that you're facing in your life. Consider it a joy because this is going to ultimately make you better. I mean, each of us have our own testimony, right, Mm -hmm. of things that God has brought us through. That's right. Why are we Why are we sitting around and and moping about all this stuff that we got going on in our lives instead of being like, you know what, God, this is just going to add to the story that you're going to let me, especially like me and you guys too. This is like adding to the story that I'm going to be able to testify to somebody one day and be able to share and be able to lead somebody to Christ. And so I think that scripture fits perfectly in that because yeah. trials, giants, I mean, everything, you know, we're all facing difficulties in For life. Sure. And and the key is to create perseverance and, and, yeah. and being ready for it, being ready to overcome it and being yeah. joyful through it all and showing the joy of the Lord mm-hmm. through it. So yeah. <clears throat> the way I always look at it is like challenges change you and there's and you kind of can determine how it's going to change you. That's right. If you yeah. if you take on that weak mindset, like this is awful, blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. You're just gonna, anything that you. That's when the small things affect you the most. Like, yeah. The, some of my worst days are when I've had a little, a lot of little things go yeah. wrong, and then it's yeah. just that final yeah. one, and you're like, oh. But challenges change you, yeah. and God's preparing you for something. You're it's good, and that's what I remind myself is like I have no idea why. I'm going through what I'm going through at work with friends, with family relationship. Mm-hmm. But one day it's going to click, whether yeah. it's like for yourself personally or when you speak into somebody else's sure. life on that same subject. Yeah. So again, it's having that mindset of wearing it, yeah. being, exce- being yeah. excited yeah. about it because it's like, I don't know what it is, but I know one day it's going to make sense. That's right. Yeah. yeah. And I think like a lot of times we struggle going into battles with giants, yeah. uh, what have you, because like, because, well, A, we give a lot of power to things that aren't God, yeah, number one. Yeah, that's true. Um, so, like, we just feed into it. We, we like you said, preparedness, like, we go in with a losing mindset yeah. as if the battle hasn't already exactly. been won. Exactly. And that's another thing, too. But I think a lot of it, too, is 
it's hard to like make it tangible, right? Because like so much of our faith is like all about experience. Like we know God right. is with us because right. Because we, we, we are in the Holy Spirit, like we've seen yeah. other people, like, uh, but for somebody that may be new to the faith um, and doesn't have quite the experience, like, sure. it's because Jesus isn't physically right here mm-hmm. doing the work for me, you right. know what I mean? It's hard to, like, make it tangible, make it real yeah. uh, until you actually start to feel it, so right. feel that relief, and encounter. that pressure, that yeah. victory. Um, after, like, you know, praying to him and, and seeing for sure. things move in, like, the timing of it, too. Um, we might not see an immediate victory. It yeah. might be more of just little yeah. wars yeah. Uh, until you know the the victory comes through. But uh, I think that's why it's like super important to just like you said, be prepared, going with a winning mindset. Yeah, and uh, and just remind God of His promises to yeah. you as well. That's right, and that's a choice too. I was going yeah. to what your James chapter one there. Joy is a choice. Yeah, you know, joy is a choice, and I think we forget that sometimes. Like we're feeling down, so obviously we're not joyful. But we can, we can, we can choose that. We can choose, that. and it, it's easier said than done. Obviously, right. there's a lot yeah. of times when you're like, "Oh my gosh!" Like I don't feel like and this is awful. Like my yeah. day is going awful. I don't choose joy right now, yeah. but <laughs> but God is joy. You know, in in His in His promises in His. Um, you know, in everything that he is, he is joy. And so we get to choose Jesus every day, you know, and we get to choose that joy. And um, so I think that that's part of that preparation, too, yeah. where it's just like, man, let's get there. Mm-hmm. Let's get there. That's good. That's really good. Good conversation. Yeah. Really good. Wow, this one went long. Yeah. Add another five seconds on that. Then. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Cheeks, do you want to pray us yeah, absolutely. Dear Jesus, we just thank you, Lord, for this day. We thank you for this opportunity, Lord, to come together on this podcast and just to discuss the amazingness that is you, Lord. Lord, we just pray your Holy Spirit now just comes upon us and comes upon everybody who's listening, Lord, and just let us have that David mindset. Let us have that David approach where we sprint towards our challenges, Lord. Every challenge we face, every Goliath we come across, Lord, is another opportunity to glorify you, and let us never forget that as we are going through those battles, Lord. We will speak in victory. We will see the victory before it even comes because that's where our faith lies in you. In your awesome name, we praise you. Amen. 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 Great prayer. Thank you. Vin? Vin? Play us out, Vin. Thanks, Mark.